Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person, living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. is making you lonely you can always go downtown when you've got worries all the noise and the hurry seems to help i know downtown just listen to the music of the traffic in the city linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty how can you so much brighter there You can't forget all your troubles Forget all your cares So go downtown Things will be great When you're downtown No find a place for sure Downtown Everything's waiting for you Hey everyone, welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky I'm Nick Nitro, along with me as always John and tonight's a, a very special episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, about time. It's about time. Uh, ironically. Uh-huh. For those who don't know anything, what we're going to talk about, uh, our last episode was called the penultimate lost GBG episode, and that's because that was the episode before. Uh-huh. And we were all proven very wrong, probably, about whatever we thought was going to happen, yeah. more likely than not, except for Defeat the Smoke Monster. Everyone probably figured that, but... yeah. Or unless somebody out there actually didn't think that, but <laughs> if that's the case, props to you <laughs> for such a unique perspective yeah. on the show. But uh, yeah, for that was pretty much our our uh, main. It was our just debating the show, and then, now we have a reflective look back as someone who's falling for five years, someone three years, three yeah, three and a half, almost four, three. three three years. So, um, and we'll be reading some emails. We even have thoughts from uh, Scrubs creator and Cougar Town co-creator uh, Bill Lawrence. He is our official celebrity friend of the show. Um, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. <laughs> whether he likes it or not. Um, but uh, he was very gracious to offer his thoughts um, on the finale, which we'll get to that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, if, For the most part, if you want to email us about the show after this episode about Lost, we might make it... Well, our intention is... Not to bring it up too much again, yeah. just simply because, you know what, the whole point that the creators are now saying is it's time to let go. If you haven't yeah. seen the finale, this whole episode might be a huge freaking spoiler alert. Just an FYI. And if you haven't seen the finale, it's been three weeks. It's been come three on. weeks. Yeah, come on, man. Um, there are still people out there who have not seen the finale and are like just completely clueless, which uh-huh. uh, amazing. But... Uh, yeah, it, it, this is a very spoilerific episode of Lost, um, mm-hmm. and if we may bring it up in passing, that's great, but for the most part, we won't try to mention it again on purpose, um, unless they release like a Lost sequel. Oh, God. Um, but, uh, but I want to say, though, if you do have a comment about tonight's show, maybe you only follow, 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 you only follow 
They only follow the RSS feed, a.k.a. iTunes or wherever they get it. So mm-hmm. they just expect the episode to come in. Because occasionally, I, I, I don't know, uh, we should probably do a survey at some point about how people respond, whatever. Anyway, uh, if you do want to write us, we'll do the whole plugging of our email address or whatever. And we'll read your, epi- re- your whatever your comments are, because we always read our mail or yeah. Twitters. But let's put it this way. We won't, go, we won't delve into it like we are right now in this episode. Everything that you want to discuss, hopefully, will be here done tonight. So, uh, just to FYI, um, now to the thoughts, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com, phone number 614-364-4088, or John, they can also... They can go to our website. That's right. Which is on the internet. GBGpodcast.com. Yep. Click on the contact us link at the top of the page. There we go. I believe. Probably somewhere in the middle. And on that very page also is the fa- Facebook fan group, which if you're <laughs> a part of that and you're listening to, we have so many stuff. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> John has choked on water. Wrong pipe. Uh, it's a, it happens to everyone. Uh, so yeah, just uh, there's many ways to contact us. You know them all probably. If not, listen to this episode. We'll probably mention them four more times mm-hmm. for just in general. Okay, so uh, the lost. We got some. It uh, took some time. They sort of trickled in. Like at, at first, we didn't publicize it uh, too much, uh, and then uh, other people sort of started chiming in. Um, yeah. I'll go over the first one because it's sort of a, a lengthy thing. Okay. And I, I really – this guy sent us a, a link to his blog uh, on Twitter. His name is Coal Mines. Um, and he initially Twittered us with, I reviewed the series as a whole yesterday at coalmines.com forward slash blog, not impressed with Lost. And um, the last half of what he said was actually pretty, mm-hmm. I thought, significant, and that's why I included it. Um, as per his blog – there's a point where any fiction threatens to go from actual emotions to imitations of those emotions, from storytelling to exercises in storytelling. In season two, Lost jumped across that line. While season three was in a great effort to repair season two damage, the show never quite recovered from the cast expansion. Pair this all down to three seasons, uh, quicken the realization of the escaped characters as they uh, have to find their way back to the island, and you have one of the best runs imaginable. Among the show's flashes, season six sideway flashes stand out as particularly useless. <coughs> First, let's assume that this is purgatory. Ben's not coming in just yet, even after his time as Hugo's number two would uh, seem to cement it. And everyone has to wait until they absolve their sins enough to move on. While not fully confirmed, it was great to see that they all get to be a part of the life <coughs> that was at the heart of the island. It's a very uh, cyc- cyclical... How would you say that? Cyclical finish to the story. So is Jack's final resting place and position, as shown below in the opening of the first episode of the series, highlighting his father, Christian Jack Shepard's uses to the next stage was also a great touch. By the way, there's a clip on the webpage of the pilot opening. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Coal uh, coal Mines continues. Ah, I went too far. Hold on. Sorry. Coal Mine continues. Why in the world, then, is it necessary for the entire final season... To be filled with alternate timeline stories, such as Sawyer and Miles' detectives uh, chasing down Kate and Saeed. Why do we need to see anything except the endgame of these bizarro world afterlife versions of the characters all coming together to meet at the church? Their final connections, acceptance of death, and restored memories of all that was needed of their time in the Flash Sideways. We do not need to see Jack's non-existent son, David, and... uh, was it crucial that we see Locke and Benjamin as teachers with a, with a budding friendship? The reality is, none of this added to the plot. It destroyed pacing and did nothing to address the show's central mysteries. More bloating. So how to grade such a frustrating show? Pros. 
Many episodes, uh, including the series finale, are extremely well acted and incredibly shot by TV standards. It remembers to focus on the characters and has all the characteristics of a great show. The show turns math terms on their heads in order to establish that no matter the amount of variables, location, time, or reality, love is the most reliable constant. That's actually a pretty good crow. Uh, There are some genuinely fascinating, unique characters here. Desmond, Miles, Jack, Rose, among others. Mm -hmm. Cons of the show. We have entire episodes dealing with meaningless figures. Episodes have runtimes that are more than 70% composed of flashbacks. Forward momentum is regularly destroyed. The time travel often comes across as an opportunity to rewrite the stories for a few characters. Sawyer eventually works for Dharma, etc. Even if their memories are intact. I don't really get that one. Uh, Plot devices are used often in lieu of plot points, then abandoned as non-central to the story. The number of unresolved ideas in the show is staggering. That's a good con. The show's mythology comes across as incomplete and cobbled together. Jacob and his brother are merely not as interesting as they should be, (laughs) and I I actually agree with that. Mm -hmm. It's a bit hard to give the show anything but a mediocre final grade. Lost would have worked great as Shogun-type miniseries, but there's not a nearly enough money, and that is there. Oh, and that in there. Okay. So that's what Coal Mines uh, twittered to us, and we're very thankful he twittered that. I, I think that was the a really good portion of a valid points. He wrote a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was it's sort of lengthy, but it was sort of key in what he thought. I mean, I don't disagree with some of that because I remember I, I talked about this here. Across the Sea was frustrating for me. Yeah. I felt that there should have been more. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, who just might know what happens in the episode, Across the Sea was the big supposal, the creators telling us, if you want mythology answers, this is the episode. <laughs> and then you watch and you go, well, we sort of know where the smoke monster came. He became a flog loom ride, yeah. and then he became the smoke monster. Yeah. Uh, and there's a light at the island. Ooh. <laughs> but like... Uh, it, we still don't really we know still don't, exactly what it is. We still don't really know. We don't. We all. We only know that there are rules, and we assume that the protector. We are again. We're assuming yeah. the protector makes the rules. <clears throat> we have to guess, and that Jacob is equally as clueless as anyone else on the island on what actually, like his brother. But the different. That's what I'm saying. If you watch the show again in, in context, it is very deep, but it's very murky. Yeah, and considering that this was their big promise, you know. Well, let me put it this way: I sometimes question the difference between ABC and the creators because ABC is the one at the end of every episode is like, "All your answers will, all your questions yeah. will be answered." Yeah, and no, not really. I and I, I really think that was not ma- really. Not really. Well, what was that? And you know, I mean, like, some of the stuff didn't need to be answered because it didn't really. It really didn't matter. And, and to be fair, like that's great. I mean, some of the questions, even though I don't want to know. I don't need to know. I still yeah. want to know. Yeah, sure. And that's fine. Uh, but, I mean, he did... I did th- think, though, because of the Across the Sea episode, I was furious also because I thought Jacob was painted more as a whiny character than someone who was all knowing, all powerful. Yeah. And it, it almost makes me wish we had more time with Jacob to see him take the place of someone who was actually... In charge, or at least made it come off that he was more in the know. Because up until that point, we go, well, apparently Jacob knows what he's doing. He's leading Hurley around, doing all this yeah. and that. And then we see that, and no, Jacob is just like everybody else. Which that doesn't—it was sort of belittling to to me, at least. Yeah. Um, 
Do you want to take the next few? Sure, I'll talk, I'll, I'll read some of these twitters tweets that um would that would be the uh, the actual term there. Yeah. Um, these are some of our tweets from our fans, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Brandon J. Carr wrote, I thought the finale was fantastic. They kept the focus on the characters and their journey, not the mysteries. Well done. Mm. Hey, look who it is. Our old friend, Will S. 42. Yes, who I always call Willis. Which yeah, I don't know I, why. I, I, well, it's just one of the dyslexia thing I kicked in, and then once I called him that once, it just... Uh. <laughs> All right, Will S. Um, you haven't been on the show for a while. Yes. And we miss you. We do, man. Um, anyway, this is what he said. It ended the way it was meant to be ended, with an ending that made you cry, think, and left some of us lost. Some other tweets include, uh, let's see, Ricky Garzon said... They don't really know how to end it, so make them spend eternity together. Major disappointment. Um, Crimson Phoenix 6 says, The Lost Series finale is still perfect. Best work of art ever on TV. Can't believe it's over. Nothing will ever come close. Wow. Um, C1B8 says, The saddest scene I've ever seen in TV was on The Lost Finale watching Jack closing his eyes with Vincent near him. Absolutely heartbreaking. I will agree with that. And uh, John Ramey. He writes, God, what a, ma- what a what a beyond major pain that has stricken me as I realize that the show is muddled garbage. Boo. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So that's a couple of our uh, tweets from our fans there. Do you, do you think it's muddled garbage? I don't think so. Well, John, okay, I got to tell you, man. This is, I had my first party ever in my apartment. But first off, let's talk about the party a little bit, because sure, we sure, didn't talk sure. about this. Okay, first off, it was somewhat comical the entire night, because A, as I just said, I never threw my own apartment before, and uh, our old co-host, Jimmy, was the fine uh, uh, a, a proprietor, proprietor of... There proprietor. we go. A proprietor. <laughs> God, I'm pathetic. Uh, a proprietor of the nice little parties and shindigs, mm-hmm. um, which usually end with him like puking into a bowl... Uh, a, a la his bachelor party, yeah, which I ended up late for, but that was awesome. Or apparently knocking a table over, or right. knocking a table. Or ha- well, yes, knocking a table over, and then his. Yeah, I left before that part. Yes, that was very interesting. I, well, to be fair with that party too, we were also. You're not that much younger than me, right. or not much. Oh, yeah, you're not even older than me. I'm not even that older than you. Yeah, That's what I meant to say. And the group, no, 28. 28? Yeah, oh, shit, I'm 27. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. You were in everybody else's class, but you were, I think, no. No, no, I don't know. I was an old No, they're class. they're younger, aren't they? Like Nathan and Wendy and all of them? Yeah. See, we've discussed this before, and I always forget that. Wendy's so. younger. Yeah, Wendy's a year younger than Nate and I. Okay, maybe that's where I get confused. At. Okay. Nate's only like a month month or so younger than me. Oh, okay. But for some reason, I thought I lumped, I lumped Nathan in there. Well, anyway, but yeah, you, I mean, you're. I'm not that much older than you. Right. At that party, we were all, all the people over 25 were all in one little corner watching the stupidity unfold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but that's a part. That's the fun part about party. Everyone's in different groups. So anyway, this party, I, I didn't know what to expect because I've never had a viewing party before right. either, which I thought was uh, a little weird. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I was cooking uh, queso and I messed that up, which, yeah, that was pretty nasty. Um, I cleaned up almost all of that. Pretty much, I remember Jimmy taking two big blocks of cheese. Yeah. And and Jimmy's queso is really good. Yeah. He uses a different kind of salsa, but uh, 
Chi Chi's used to be big here in the Columbus, Ohio area, so I bought some Chi Chi salsa. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Two blocks of uh, Colby Jack cheese, which I could have swore he did, and then he would melt it down. Well, but see, like most things Nick does when, when he learns it from other people, he sort of walks away in the middle <laughs> and then comes back and mm-hmm. has the final product and then just goes, how did you make that? Well, I did this and this. Oh, okay, great. I don't know it, what else he did. It may have worked out a little better for you if... Maybe if you would have like shredded it or something beforehand, right? But I didn't do that, right? And that's another mistake. Or I would have melted it in the microwave because mm-hmm. Jimmy always cooked it in a pan, and I thought, oh great! And of course, Jimmy will probably Twitter me and like, you're an idiot. I never, I use Velveeta cheese. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. But again, to be fair, I again walked away half the time, and guys, that's I'm an idiot. <laughs> so John luckily ran to the store, came back with Velveeta. Made the salsa for me, <laughs> but everything else I, I I did pretty well. I had bu- burgers and brats. Mm-hmm. We had I just made just enough burgers and brats. Yeah. When the time everyone left, there was one burger and one brat. It was fantastic. Um, but the other big thing of the night, which I was surprised, I I keep looking for people to say that they were lying to me, being nice to me. <laughs> no, like because well, you know if you're not if you've never done anything before, you go, am I doing this right? Or yeah. is it, do you really like that? That's good, <laughs> especially if you're cooking for something. Yeah. They, someone always wants to be nice and say, no, no, it was good. Yeah. No, no, I swear it was good. And then they're like, oh my god, it was the worst food ever. No. I made a, a mixed drink called the Smoke Monster, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll try to post it best I can uh, on the website what it is, but. Long story short, it's banana rum, grenadine, uh, Midori watermelon drink, uh, pineapple juice. Did I say grenadine? Yes, I did. Yes. Uh, whipped cream and a grape Jolly Rancher. Grenadine. And grenadine. And, and smoke. And what? Well, yes, and smoke. Well, <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I liquid was ha- smoke. liquid smoke. I was having another drink, uh, another because uh, I was finishing it off. Uh, I made another pitcher because people kept coming over for it. Um, a few days later, I, I made I had a little bit left over, so I made myself a glass. And at the end of it, the whole purpose is the whipped cream looks like a white smoke monster as uh-huh. it goes. If you like, do it just right, and the more you let it set to, the more discolored it gets, more yeah. darker, which is what you sort of want. So, but it's, it's I, I've not had any complaints, and I keep waiting for someone to say no, 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 it really wasn't good. I don't know why, but that's how I am. I'm yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, I thought, I thought it, was, it was good. I thought it was good, and. The party itself, I thought, went really well until the show ended. And then after that, it was just... It literally, it was the weirdest thing. Because... No, I, I don't know. I've never seen a, a, sh- a show party before, a finale party. Yeah. So I thought, like, people might be crying. I, I, did, I really didn't know. I didn't yeah. know people would be furious, upset, but it was this weird sort of... Wait, what just happened? Like, shell shock. And, I, well, I remember the only person who had anything... A hundred percent objective to say was uh, when my one friend, the other John, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I did not like it. I did not like it. I was disappointed. I did yeah. not like it." And everyone else was like, "Well, I, 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 so they're all so everything on the island didn't happen. What's going on?" And then one person uh, kept saying, "Alan kept saying it's so everything's purgatory. The island's purgatory. That's purgatory. Everything is purgatory. Yeah, yeah, all that." So. <laughs> you know, at that point, like, and, and yeah, because the other big thing was too, uh, which we should address here if people don't know, is that at the end of the finale, when they get to the credits, there's just wreckage of, of the plane. That yeah, was sort of, added by ABC. Yeah, that wasn't even part of the show, I guess. That wasn't part of the just show. Just like filler, kind of, right? Right. Well, ABC added in there because initially, 
apparently they had no music for the credits. It, that was the producer's way of letting it transition to to let go because the music itself was sort of emotional with whatever was going on. They don't sure. want to add more music yeah. or add a weird dung, 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 whatever the end music theme for like jungle theme of Lost. So, but instead ABC Yeah, that whatever that weird running through the jungle theme would yeah. be. Yeah. So, they just put in this a shot of the plane wreckage from the pilot, you know, B-roll footage. Yeah. And people just freaked out. Yeah. Well, we were Our, watching, we were like, what the hell? Yeah, we were all like that, and what the hell? My one friend, uh, uh, Gaima, she actually thought, until they released that, that they all died on the plane crash. They, she thought that was officially a part of the show, and and it changed her perspective. A, a lot of, changed a lot of people's perspective when they heard that. Some people now hated the show, other people... Yeah. Uh, but... Um, I don't know. The whole experience to me was just weird. I, I just, I. Now let me ask this: Did you watch the finale again? No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Okay, because halfway through the night, I had a revelation, and I told John, "We're not." And I'm just trying. I want to try not to say what my revelation is until towards the end of the show. Yeah. Um, but I had a different opinion of and a different way of watching it than when I watched it the following day and slept on it. Yeah. I which yeah so I'll talk about that okay. later but um, yeah pretty pretty darn interesting um, did you did you always uh, read uh, uh, always tell Tiff no oh okay because that's that's email that's his whole thing oh right. yeah 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 sorry okay well you know what we will uh, hold on we're almost at thirty minutes here so. We'll go ahead and take a break um, with a song that was featured in, in the first season of Lost, uh, Damien Rice, uh-huh. really good folk artist. And uh, we'll be right back right after this. Might live 
like never before there's nothing to give but how can we ask for more we might make sacred place Then look on your face You still care So why do feel Hey everyone, we're back. That was the uh, beautiful Damon Rice with Delicate. Um, right here on the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. <laughs> I was just telling John uh, we should be more like an actual radio uh, station. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's how I'd like to have the show set up. But uh, I took the quickest shit of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So uh, the next bit is a little bit <laughs> a little bit wrong, but it has some interesting points, um, mm-hmm. which I found I find to be fascinating. <laughs> um, always tell Tiff uh, uh, tweeted us uh, to check out a website for explanations. The website is called lostdogs20.tumblr.com, and apparently it has a response from one of the the writers and people who work at Bad Robot. They're mm-hmm. the people who produce the show. Um, and these are just highlights because it's a really detailed sort of message. Well, uh, you know, uh, The island is real. That's first off. Um, so that clears that up. Uh, the show is about characters teaming together and fighting each other and not being lost, all while stopping the malevolent man in black. Whatever the rules are, the most important one is Jacob cannot kill the man in black and vice versa. Yeah. As such, Jacob brings people to the island for two purposes, to kill the man in black and to take over him once he's gone, but also offer these people the choice he never was able to acquire, free will. The Dharma Initiative are important as they were a group of researchers that Jacob brought to the island to kill the smoke monster. As they were progressively along fine for the most part, except for the fact that the man in black... I don't get that. 
Oh, they were progressing along fine for the most part, except for the fact that the man in black. So the man in black was making Ben believe he was doing all the work of Jacob, when in reality he was doing the work of the man in black. This carried over into all of Ben's off-island activities. Okay. Now, Dharma only brought there to help Jack and the other candidates on their overall quest to kill Smokey, or did Jacob have another list of candidates from the Dharma group that we're never aware of? That's a question that is purposely not answered because whatever answers the writers came up with would be worse than the ones you come up with for yourself. Still, Dharma's purpose is not pointless or even vague. Hell, it's pretty blatant. Everyone creates their own sideways purgatory for their soulmates throughout their lives and exists there until they all move on together. That is a beautiful notion. <laughs> even if you aren't religious or spiritual, the idea that we live together and die together is deeply profound and moving. It's really cool and spiritual concept that fits the whole tone and subtext that the show had to say from the beginning. These people were supposed to be together on that plane. They were supposed to live through these events, not just because of Jacob. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because for the longest time with some people, I, I don't know, did any people at work watch the show? I don't remember for you. No. Okay. But oh, what did your mom think? Um, you, especially because I know you guys are some, uh, right religious she, too. I'm curious. I about mean, it. she didn't really get into, it, or she didn't really like think about it too much. Right. Um, how she felt was basically what she had said. She had said that um, the show needed an ending, mm-hmm. and. It was a good... Uh, it needed an ending, but problem was that the episode was just a conclusion. It wasn't an actual ending. It was just a pretty good conclusion. Okay. You know, I'll, like an ending that. An ending has an actual end. You know... You ba- you basically know what's going to happen from there on. You know, once the end is over, the end of the show is over, you pretty much know what each person is going to go do or whatever. Okay. And it answers everything, <laughs> or everything that you need to know, you know. Gotcha. Where, okay. con- where it's just a conclusion is, okay, it's just kind of concludes. It just stops. Yeah, it just kind of stops. Okay. And that was kind of what she felt. She was like, did I like the show? Yes, I like the show. Did I like the finale? Yes, I like the finale. Um, did I love it? Not necessarily. Yes it was. No. It was. It, it, yes was no. it was sufficient. Yeah. I mean, she's she was like it was emotional and all that stuff, and you know I cried and at certain parts and whatever. So, but that's that's what her feeling was. Interesting. Interesting. And I I actually kind of agree with it, but hmm. with the whole ending and conclusion thing. Okay. So. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Our next email is from Sherry Welch, who emails us to say. Uh, where do I start? I had only been watching Lost for the last two years. My sister-in-law told me one day that she started watching and that she thought I would like it. Well, I was hooked. Me and my two kids, 6 and 11 at the time, spent the next two months glued to my laptop watching every episode. They would get mad if I watched one while they were in school. Needless to say, we were all fans. Now in the final, I have to say at first I was in just in some sort of shock. I was bummed out at the loss of the show and not sure how I felt about Jack dying. It really took a day to and a rewatch for it to really sink in. I personally thought that the, it was the perfect ending. To see that if you have faith that there is something after we die is a wonderful glimpse at what we all hope 
for after we pass on. Now, the most powerful moment for me was at the end. I was looking up at my now eight-year-old son to see that he is totally engrossed in the story and is attached to these characters was very moving. After Jax closes his eyes, my son looks at me with his lip curving and choking back tears and says, Oh, that sucks. No more loss. Now, of course, I think most of what he was saying, seeing was way over his head, but the fact of the story and the characters have become the focus and he felt so attached to them, and they did it in a way that it would bring even a small child to an emotional end only speaks great volumes about the actors' and writers' performances. Of course, later he did say, I sure wish we would have gotten a few more answers. Now, don't we all? But the bottom line is I think the story was more important, and I believe that they did a tremendous job. But of course, now, what the hell am I going to watch? <laughs> Thanks. Um, and uh, apparently, Sherry was from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Cool. Very cool. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Um... Mark emails us to say, I felt the finale was good but the la- until the last 10 minutes, and although my heartstrings were tugged, it did not fool me. But something to think about. Ben mentioned that he was tricked into serving the man in black when he thought he was serving Jacob. DeFore also in email and asks, If Flock was not Locke, why did Horace as the smoke monster appear and talk to him about stuff? Okay, well, th- those are some good questions but uh in terms of ben mentioning he was tricked into serving the man in black i didn't really get that until i read that email i'll be very honest because i tried going well i can understand a little bit of it Mm -hmm. but but my 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 only fault with that with that logic and here's where i have problems with it is that (laughs) excuse me what the fuck is richard doing i'm sorry what what what's he doing if he's supposed to be uh, uh jacob's conscience yeah why the hell is he letting Ben run over? Yeah. Well, and now to be fair, Jake—that is Jacob's rule, supposedly, of fate versus free will, which is that is his will to do what he wants. But at some point, don't you think you're going to chime in and say, uh, "Jacob doesn't live in a big freaking cabin"? <laughs> yeah. You know, or could it very well be that literally Richard doesn't know? I could see that. Because he does seem sort of shocked, like this isn't where, because like, when he's like, you know, it's not a cabin, it's it's the foot of the statue is where we need to go. And Ben's like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, looking back now after I say that, I'm like, well, I, I, I guess that makes sense. But it, it, it's a little, I, I think that there were a little few holes. Now, I get the whole Horace thing. I think that question is sort of self-explained with the fact that he can actually, the lock monster, uh, can actually see dead people. So I don't think that was the smoke monster. I think that was Horace trying to mess with him mm-hmm. um, and trying to get him on a right path, which to me I find to be very fascinating. Um, but I, I knew, I thought Dharma was on there to bring the cast. My understanding was that Dharma needed to be on there to bring the castaways on there. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, they failed at whatever Jacob wanted to do. And I never thought that they were there just to kill the smoke monster. And if you think about it, they came really close. Yeah, because they have those barriers that can stop him. <coughs> yeah, and all Jacob they have has some idea of what. Yeah, they have a general idea of how to stop it. So, in retrospect, it, it makes a lot more sense, and mm-hmm. also why Ben thinks he talks to Jacob, but he really doesn't because no one talks to Jacob, like not even probably Richard. I, I'm having to assume. Yeah, but uh, uh, let me see here. So, I, I, those are some good questions. Um, I think we got one or two more. Uh, yeah, we have we have two more. 
Um, we'll read one more email, then we'll get to what we actually felt 100% about the episode. Um, our last, second to last email is from uh, Candic Wilson. Interesting name, Candic. Uh, maybe it's Candace. I don't I, know. I, yeah, I think it might be Candace. It's, how can you spell your name wrong? <clears throat> I, I'm sorry, Candic. How could you spell your name wrong, Candic? <laughs> I don't understand, Candic. Anyway, uh, well, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> let me see if I can get this out right. I'm gonna pull the microphone back a little bit. I'm gonna try to act this out the way she says it. Okay. Um, just for those who know, there are caps about half this email. Lost? Lost? Ugh! Such a waste. I feel the entire seasons, two through five, were such a waste. What was the point? Where was the story? There was no beginning, middle, or an end with the story. Dharma was a waste. Time travel to Dharma was a waste. And the whole Faraday and his team coming to the island was a waste. There were no answers! What was up with the light at the island? What about what? What about Jacob's touch? What about Widmore? The war between Widmore and Ben? What about the polar bears? What about all the kids, Gion, Aaron, and David Jackson? Why is Jack leaving Jack behind the Flash 4 or Purgatory? Why did they say the island was Purgatory? A huge fucking waste of time. <laughs> Candic. Wow. <laughs> I want to keep calling her that because you got some anger there, my friend. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Okay, let me let me. I'm gonna go on a limb here. Okay, I'm gonna go on a limb here and try to answer all your questions or what I assume to be statements as questions. Yes. Um, okay. First off, I don't think the show was a waste. I don't either. I don't either. Um, as we sort of, well, as I sort of felt, but I didn't. I got mixed up on how Dharma was important. Uh-huh. They were there, brought by Jacob to stop the Man in Black. But the man in black probably started messing with them, mm-hmm. and then humanity took its course, and they all turned, you know, greed, sure. corruption, all that. Uh, Faraday, they, for if Jack and them were supposed to come to the island to complete the circle for whatever, they needed to create the incident. Yeah. It was a red herring, which I thought, that's pretty much, I would think, mm-hmm. self-sufficient. Uh there were no answers. No, that's not entirely correct. They just didn't give them to you on a silver platter. Let's just say that. There might not have been all answers. Let's. I don't agree with that there was no big beginning, middle, or end with the story either. I, I, I don't agree with that either. I, I, I really don't. I, I, I disagree with that either. Um, what was up with the light on the island? That's a thing. It's a MacGuffin. It, and for those who... You know what? Let me... I'm going I'm to be right about this, people. I, I want... I should have thought of this before. Because, I mean, I had this email for a week or two. I'm going to be proper. I'm going to be correct. I'm going to tell you the definition of a MacGuffin. Now, for those of you who uh, watch movies, you see MacGuffins all the time. You just It's a storytelling device that you don't know you're watching. <laughs> so let's go into uh, the Wikipedia terminology. Now, this may change. Like, it might change that MacGuffin is, is retarded. I don't know. Sure. Wiki people are, are crazy. But a MacGuffin, sometimes MacGuffin or MagGuffin, is a plot element that catches the viewer's attention or drives the plot of a work of fiction. Um, let's see if we can find some examples. Uh, bu- bu- bu. The government secrets in North by Northwest. Uh, the uranium, or not, okay, let's use a better one. An avatar, the unattainium. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> television, the island and lost. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's great. But pretty much uh, the Rimbaldi device and alias, which ironically is another J.J. Uh, J. Abrams show, like Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
pretty much anything that gets you to the next place. That so, like for example, the droids themselves in Star Wars are a bit of MacGuffin. All the Indiana Jones films are driven by a MacGuffin, which is ooh a sacred artifact. Well, who yeah. made the, it? Doesn't yeah. matter who. How did God make? If it's man-made, how did God make the Ark? How did God make the Holy Grail? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Indy has to get it before the Nazis get it. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. And now, of course, now to be fair, that only ran for maybe two to three hours. This wasn't six years. <laughs> to be fair. Sure. But that really is what it. I really that's I understand. That's why I said like when my second time I watched Across the Sea, I totally got it because it mm-hmm. didn't freaking matter. All you all that really is it literally all that's important is there's a lie in, the, in Center of Island. People getting into it bad. Smoke yeah. monster. Bad. Went into it, became bad, where the guy did. Sure. Now he's dead, and now he's a smoke monster. Him leaving island, bad. Needs protector. Man in black must be stopped. That's all that matters. And the 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 real thing about all this, I would like to add on. If you think about it, if that's all that really matters, then after they stop the smoke monster. They really had no business fucking showing anything else. <laughs> That's true. So uh, in that regard, I think they did uh, to sort of comment on what your mom said and expanded a bit. You know, I think if, if in the finale, if they would have killed the smoke monster and put the end, everyone would have been happy. <laughs> you know? Oh, there is somebody that is doing that on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I, it's one of those fans that did with the Phantom Menace, editing out Jar Jar Binks. They're editing out every episode without the flash forward. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Now, my question is, how are you going to do the end? That isn't going to make any sense. Yeah. I, I honestly, and also, they have all these unresolved issues that we're not going to really see resolved. That's like, I'm, but I'm sorry, but like, they were sort of important. Like, um, well, well let's keep answering some of uh, uh, candidates. Where do they get the word MacGuffin? Uh, where do they get the word MacGuffin? Yeah, like, what's it from? Like, where, who was the first person? I think it was Alfred Hitchcock, but let me see here. Uh, bu- 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 I just wonder why it's called MacGuffin. History. The director and producer, Alfred Hitchcock, popularized both the term MacGuffin and the technique. Hitchcock explained the term MacGuffin in a 1939 lecture at Columbia University. We have a name in the studio. We have it called, we call it a MacGuffin. It's the mechanical element that usually crops up in any story. In crook stories, it's always the necklace, and in spy stories, it's always the papers. Hmm. That they're they're going after. And I just wonder where he came up with the word MacGuffin. That's all. And interviewed in 1966, Franco Truffaut, who, if you know, uh, oh my God, I'm going to be so upset. Uh, uh, Conversations with Wilder, Billy Wilder. Okay. He worked with Truffaut, I believe. Um, and Alfred Hitchcock illustrated the term MacGuffin with a story. It might be a Scottish name taken from the story about two men in a train. One man says. What's that package up there in the baggage rack? And the other man answers, Oh, that's a MacGuffin. The first one asks, What's a MacGuffin? Well, the other man says, It's an apparatus for trapping lions in the Scottish Highlands. The first man says, But there are no lions in the Scottish Highlands. And the other one answers, Well, then that's no MacGuffin. So you see a MacGuffin is nothing at all. That is a quote, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. That's interesting. Um, And, uh, oh, to, yes... Describes R2-D2 as the main driving force of the original Star Wars movie. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, they didn't have that in the <laughs> movies, and I thought I heard that before. So, mm. um, But yeah, to get back to Candic, Candice, I'm going to call you either, because um, you can't spell your name right. God. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we love you. Please write in more. 
Uh, you can't spell your name right, or we just have no idea how to pronounce it. Oh, we don't have no... Yeah, it could be Kandika or something like that. I don't know. Kandik uh, Wilson. Kandike. Uh, Maybe not. What about Walt? That's a good question. That doesn't really matter. Who doesn't cares? really matter. But there is... Uh, I didn't... Uh, they, ben, uh, Michael Emerson was on uh, G4. Okay. He noted that there is 15 minutes additional stuff that was cut out where Walt comes back to the island and it shows Hurley and Ben. Of course he does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so they can get the DVD. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I'm I'm going to buy it. Um, yeah, I'm of course. Sure you will. But uh, <laughs> but supposedly, to be fair though, they they put that in there and they realized that it didn't really gel well with mm-hmm. how the show ended because they would jump too far in the future and then go, yeah. jump back to Jack it dying. Really matter too much. I think it matters a little bit. I guess. But I mean, I mean, okay. <laughs> in terms of narrative, because they sort of had it when uh, <laughs> Hurley and Ben are at the church. Yeah, uh, and he says you were good number one. You're number, and you cut back away real quick, and it's her. He goes, I don't know what to do. I can't do this by myself. Ben, will you be my number two? Will you please help me? Yeah, and you see Ben get something he always wanted. Yeah, really touching. Yeah, but wait, you were a big Ben fan, and I was too. What did you think of Ben's resolution? Or should we hold that off a little bit? Yeah, let's, oh, hold. let's hold it. Okay, so but apparently it, I'm still confused. That that whole <laughs> that whole little turn there was supposed to keep going about Hurley's entire reign, however long it really lasted, centuries, whatever, yeah. of running the island with Ben. and and But then you cut back to Jack dying, and it's just like, well, well that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's going to be in the DVD, so people like me can go out and buy it right away and go, 14 extra minutes of loss. <laughs> um, ooh, Walt comes back to the island. What's he there for? Is he special? Why? Um, what about Jacob's touch? I don't know, and I'm, I have a theory, but we'll discuss this later. Okay. Uh, what about Widmore? What, what about the war between Widmore and Ben? That is actually important. I, I, I've clarified that in my own head, why it makes sense, okay. which is entirely season four. Uh, what about the polar bears? I hate this question because it's always fucking answered. It's fucking Dharma Initiative. Dharma, Dharma, Dharma. Yeah. I'm sorry. That... Like, that, like, everyone asked that. Did you see Jimmy Kimmel live afterwards? I know you went home, but did you no, see the I clips didn't. of it? No, you, Jimmy Kimmel was upset because everyone in the audience were at, was asking stupid fucking questions. I'm, you know, I said I was going to not cuss, but it's frustrating because <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is a huge Lost fan. He's just yeah. not doing it because he's ABC. He likes Lost. Yeah. And so he was asking some of these deep questions with some of the cast members, some of them jokey because that's what he does. Yeah. And then in the fan portion, which is after the show online, people were asking, like, well, did you like Hawaii? Like, what are you going to do now? Oh, my God, you're so hot. Stuff like that. And he was like, wow, I'm really freaking disappointed in you people. Your questions suck. Like, I thought there were better questions than this. So then he had to actually end it out with, like, a few good questions. Yeah. Which some of them didn't really know the answer to anyway. But it's just yeah. like, at least people, like, the, and the polar bears was one of them though. Like, what are we going to find out about the polar bears? And like, I think it was Terry O'Quinn's like, well, I think we've already answered that. If you're not sure, you need to go back and watch the series on DVD. I was like, yeah. Dharma Initiative brought the polar bears to do testing. For those who remember season three, so that's the, the cages that Sawyer and Kate were trapped in. Yeah. So if Dharma built the cages and they're for polar bears and there's no polar bears in there, Let's just hypothetically think what might happen. We'll have a bit of silence. Okay, good. You probably thought they escaped. Round of applause. <laughs> so that's that question answered. I got really mean there. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about all the kids, Gian, Aaron, and David? Ooh, 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, that is unanswered. I can't answer that. Uh, I can't even theorize about that. Why is Jack or Jack leaving the island behind the flash forward or purgatory? Why did they say the island was purgatory? They did not say the island was purgatory. The island was real. Mm-hmm. Not a waste of time. Um, and we'll get to this. This is our last email, and this is sort of our last hurrah, and then we'll get into what we think. Yeah. Um, and that is Scubs creator and Cougar Town co-creator Bill Lawrence, our f- friend of the show. Um, I sent him an email saying, you know, what is your thoughts on this? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know you're friends, I think, with one of them. And uh, uh, because you work at ABC, and this is true, after all the hoople that was going around and all people on Twitter, celebrities and non-celebrities. You must be friends with Damon. I think it was Damon, yeah. But, uh, like, you know, uh, Busey Phillips or Buzzy Phillips. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I mess up your name. I'm really sorry. Um, uh, she was Twittering about how she was all excited. Like, she had, like, five tweets. just all about Lost, Lost. I'm getting ready there. I'm, I'm going to watch it tonight. Blah, blah, blah. And then nothing. Nothing at all. Every celebrity did that. And then I didn't know. I began questioning because, you know, sometimes ABC, she's on an ABC show. I don't know. But yeah. then again, real life might have kicked in and it just wasn't important anymore. Sure. Because that's true. I mean, not everyone really cares about loss anymore too much, mm-hmm. except for, you know, people who are really, really big into it. So, um, you know, I just thought, well, what is, as a fellow television writer, what would you do differently if you would do anything differently? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is, how does that affect your relationship with ABC and, and a few other things? And he was very kind to send us a, a request and, uh, uh, do you want to read it? Sure. All right, John. What did Bill say? <clears throat> All right. Um, hope it's not too late, but here's my one and a half cents. I loved Lost and feared for Damon as it was the quintessential can't-please-everyone situation. No human could write a finale for that program that wouldn't get the haters rolling because, let's face it, that's what the internet really is, a haven Hater. for haters. On Scrubs, we once wrote a joke that said... If porn was banned from the internet, there would only be one website left, and it would be called Bring Back the Porn. <laughs> in, res- in retrospect, that wouldn't be entirely true. There would still be millions of snarky st- sites full of snarky people posting snark about shows they, for some reason, watch every week, even though they hate them so much. Bitterness concluded. Commence snarky responses about how I'm a whiny little bitch. <laughs> I deserve it. Anywho, I'm in the lost camp of people who cared more about the characters than the plotty mytholog- mythology, so I was really pleased with the end. Honestly, I was worried that there might be too much time devoted to explaining minutia they don't even remember anymore. Damon and Carlton should put out a book for those people. I loved it and found myself satisfi- satisfied and glad I went along for the ride. And I was jealous as shit. I mean, name a show like Lost. There aren't any, right? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was well said. And by yeah. the way, Bill took time out of his vacation to write that to us. So, Bill, thank you very yeah, much. We appreciate it. Thank um, you. And I, I, I agree with him on yeah. a lot of parts. And I like his use of the word snark. Yeah. Very snarky, snark, 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 snark. Uh, okay, so let's, I guess, get to our thoughts on the uh-huh. show. Um, well, I've seen it multiple times. Sure. Because again, it was just one of those things where I, I literally I took the day off because again I didn't know how big the party would be. Uh-huh. By the way, I overcompensate people for beer. If you know me and like to have a beer, I have plenty of it. <laughs> um, no, no, everyone said, "Oh, I love beer. I will have lots of beer." Yeah, like three people had beer and they didn't even finish it. Sorry, I've I've cut out a lot of alcohol from. No, my diet, well, you so. finished your bottle. Yeah, but I'm talking about I know other people I know there. I probably would have had two or three more. 
And to be fair, too, also considering your diet, you also had like, a, like one and a half smoke monsters. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's a very sweet, sugary drink. You're fine, man. It's I'm good. I'm, I'm just talking about. See, I didn't ask you. Maybe you I drink? enjoy the smoke monster before more than the beer. That might have been true. <laughs> but what? Ah, uh, yeah, got that. Nice. Um, <laughs> paranoia kicking in again. No, no, no. That was uh, actually very good. I, thank you. I appreciate. I like that. the Jolly Rancher at the end. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, look. Uh, it's purple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hard and purple. <laughs> <laughs> With a white, creamy... Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> what was I talking about? Obviously, it's lost, but was it? Oh, the people that I asked said, do you want beer? They mm-hmm. said yes, and they didn't drink beer. They yeah. had, like, not even a half a beer. Like yeah. I didn't ask you that. You just, like, I'll drink it if you have it, but I'm, sure. I'm not, not... Yeah, you you did fine. <laughs> but, uh, so I have all this beer left over. Um, if you want to come over and grab one, please, dear God. I tried doing the whole drink beer by myself in my apartment kind of thing, yeah. or when I... I can't do that. Like, I, I, I get halfway done with it, and I have to throw it out, because it just gets old and stale. Yeah. Um... But, uh, so I watched it a few times because I had the day off because I didn't know how big the party would be. And mm-hmm. as I said, I slept on it and watched the second time. My reaction was different. The first time, I actually felt a little disappointed. Yeah. And then when a bunch of things hit me after I slept on it, I literally woke up thinking, of, like, I woke up thinking about Lost. I, that sounds very bizarre, but I had a dream about it too. Okay. And things just, the pieces all, is like Tetris. Do, 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 do. Ding, 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 ding. All winner. <laughs> and so then I watched it again. And the second time, maybe it's because I wasn't surrounded by other men. I don't know. I was a huge fucking little girl sobbing mess. Yeah. By the end of it. A huge yeah. mess. Huh. And uh, I was, uh, I, and I feel that despite its many flaws that the show overall has, it was the best finale that I've seen in a while. I've uh-huh. n- I never got that m- worked up during a finale. Yeah. Like that. And also, I I don't go to church every Sunday anymore. anymore. Praise Jesus. Uh, but, I mean, no, wait, that came off wrong, didn't it? I was trying to say go Jesus. Go Team Jesus, even though I don't go there every Sunday. Um, but I'm still a very spiritual person. Sure. I don't go because of the hierarchy, the business side of it, which I eventually became witness to, and I got tired of seeing anywhere I went. So, um, for me, and that's in any church, not just mine. I want to be very clear on that. I love the people in my congregation. Um, I really do. Matter of fact, I miss them daily, and I also value my sleep a little bit more too now that I'm older. Um, that's not a. I know that's not a good excuse. as no. I get cast into hell, <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's like it's like what's that? You like to sleep? Sleep in hell. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I uh, I woke up. I watched it again. I was a huge mess, and I, I absolutely loved it. and spiritually, I, I, I it spoke to a very true place with me. And I'm uh-huh. a big. I like to write. So I thought they answered a bunch of stuff. Um, so I ended up loving it. And I watched it, I think. I, and I didn't really watch it. I kept watching the end on YouTube over and over again and just had myself a good cry occasionally. <laughs> Cause, and the music is just so damn good. Yeah. You, like, you hear it. It's like Star Wars. Like, you know, you know, da, 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 da. Like, you know Luke is looking at those sure. two moons. Just like the that song, you know that Jack is hugging his dad and saying yeah. all these things that are unsaid. But you know what I mean? Just yeah. very, I don't know, poignant. Sure. So I, I, I liked it. But uh, what did you, okay, what, that's my overall okay. feeling. What did you, you, and you've not watched the second time. What did you think? <clears throat> right. Um, 
and especially after a few weeks to just let it gestate right. a bit to kind of to kind of sit and think about it a little bit. Um, it it kind of I think partially the the disappointment for me was I I think partially the disappointment was my fault because one the way that I watched the whole se- the whole series mm-hmm. probably wasn't the best way to do it. Um you know, I would watch six or seven episodes at a time. Right. Sometimes. And you know, someone that watches it every week like you did, you would watch it every week that it would be on TV. Yeah. You'd watch one episode, you'd have all that time to let it sit in, everything that happened, yes. you know, all the all the little things that you miss. Yeah, I like to while it, you're yeah, all the little things that they, you know, discuss and you can even go back and rewatch it if you want, if you recorded it or something. Doc Jensen would have his articles in Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, you have you have a week to kind of digest what has happened. Right. Whereas me, you know, <laughs> I would have maybe thirty seconds to digest what has happened. It's like, oh shit, another episode. <laughs> I want to roll, you know. So, so some of the stuff that that. That like I was a little confused on was kind of my fault just because, you know, I I didn't give it enough time to sink in when I was watching the episodes. Gotcha. But overall, at you know overall the way that I watched it, I kind of agree with uh, what Bill Lawrence said about mm-hmm. how he got more into the characters right. and the actual mythology and stuff. Right. So, um, you know. I'm kind of looking at it at, at, at that at that perspective where um, all the characters and things like that. I really got into you know yeah, it just wasn't about them. Yeah, and it you know yeah I don't I don't necessarily understand a lot of the stuff that happened, but there were a lot of great great characters and you know that you'll remember and um, I have a like I have a uh, my sister in law they're getting ready to have a baby mm-hmm. and. Um, one of the, um, they just found out what it was going to be there. It's going to be a girl. Oh, oh, um, wait a minute. Is this a Jamie? Jamie, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a girl, but Congrats. when they were thinking of names for the baby, mm-hmm. whether it was a boy or a girl or not, um, one of the names that they had thought of for a boy was Sawyer. And immediately I think of Lost, Lost yeah. you know. And not that it's a bad name. It's really, it's a good name. You know, I, I like the name or whatever. But, um, you know, just watching Lost so much, you th- you know, you get so involved in that character. Yeah. You immediately associate the word Sawyer with son of a bitch or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just <laughs> something that he says every every week or, you know. Hi there, freckles. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, overall, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, even though I was a little confused, confused, I don't want, yeah, I don't. Confused is more of the word I should have used, not disappointed, because there wasn't really any reason for me to be disappointed well, no, about it. If you're disappointed, th- that's fine. I don't want to... That's something else, too, but because... I, I wasn't more disappointed at the show. I was more disappointed at the way that I... Consumed the show. Yeah, I wish more, I wish that I was able to watch it every week and, you know, get into it and, and not 
Not get into it, but because to know. be fair, you probably were disappointed at the end of it, but after just saying a bit, you realize you weren't really disappointed, right? Okay. I was just like, well, it's I can understand why I felt like that because I honestly watched the show differently. Yeah, so and to be fair, people, John, this this was the first time and the last time, obviously, John would have ever watched Lost. Yeah, live. that was the first episode of Lost that I watched live because Hulu. every other time before, even when you were caught up at one point, you were watching it all on Hulu, weren't you? Yeah, I just yeah my. Schedule just wouldn't work out. Um, so the next day you would, yeah, pop it in or a few next days, day or a couple of days. Yeah. So or another next week. So this was like a huge <laughs> and then deal get behind again. <laughs> it happens. Well, I, well, let me ask this: What were you confused on? Is, is it stuff that that is still a little bit? You're still I, would, bit, I still, I still get confused thinking about the. About the the flash forward and the flash sideways and all that stuff, like where they all, what happened when, or what what happened like in the flash sideways, what happened to flash forward, and, and you know those what? are the same thing. Okay. Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I take that back. The flash sideways is anything from season six on. Okay. Is that Fun. after after um, Juliet died? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So anything that happened in. Anything that happened when the plane did not crash is the flash sideways. Flash sideways. Flash okay. fours is anything that takes place with the Oceanic Six after they left leave the island. Okay. So, um, something I wanted to answer from Candic was, uh, she mentioned that the Ben Widmore mm-hmm. war didn't mean anything. It meant everything. Yeah. Because. And this is what it comes. This is what I see. I had a realization of this, but I, the, the guy from the Lost Writers Room or whatever sort of cleared it up a bit more, and that was the war was important only to the fact that a it's the characters, but b it's a diversion for the man in black to get his foothold even further along. Yeah. Because if you have what will be considered to be really the two strongest men on the island, who are leaders, not followers, mm-hmm. Ben and Widmore. Yeah. Widmore wants control of the island back. Ben just wants the island to stay his. They're fighting over here. Everyone becomes distracted with what's over here, and sure. then he can weasel his way in and, and take the island from everybody. Mm-hmm. And he did that with Claire. He got Claire on his side but during all that. Um, so to me, the war was really a diversion point where, to be fair, it was about the characters and that, you, you can go about the argument... Uh, well, let me put it this way. I'm trying to get from their perspective, the other people who didn't like the show. They will probably argue, well, yes, but then why make a big deal about it? They could have got that done in probably 12 episodes without all that. Yeah. And, and I would say, but then we... Like, why would we really care, though? Because at the end of the day, during this adventure that everyone's going on, there has to be people we care about that are doing it. Like, Ben is a good example of that. Ben, I would say, is probably one of the best written TV characters. Sure. I mean, I I feel that way. Yeah. Because something about him, you want to like about him, but he's just, he's creepy. Yeah. Oh, my God, creepy. And he's very smart and sinister. You have no idea if he's going to go left or right. You know, if, you know, like that one episode where... You know, like up until the end, you really did question his loyalty up and say, I would say, until the tree branch fell and he pushed sure. Curly out of the way. Yeah. At that point, we really did have no idea how Ben was going to turn. Yeah. Like, you got, I, I think looking back now, I just now thought of this. 
then having the walkie-talkie, it was really about tipping off Miles on what he was doing with the smoke monster. Yeah. And Smokey having, Flock having no clue yeah. what was going on. So Ben never really left the good guy's side. He was doing reconnaissance. That's the only thing I can, the only problem is he might have had to done some bad things in the process. But sure. that's what you do as an undercover agent. But the sad thing is, The Economist was Widmore. A lot of people ask, well, who was he fighting? It was Widmore, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we have to assume all those people mattered to Widmore. And they mattered to Widmore because Widmore is trying to get on the island and take it over. Because, and that's the problem, too. Ben and Widmore, they're getting confused over what they're, they're not, they're not, they're, they have failed as protectors of the island or would-be protectors of the leaders of the others because they fail to see what's important. Widmore got kicked off the island because Ben saw that what he was doing was not right. Mm-hmm. He tried. He at, Widmore asked him to kill that, that you know that little girl and, and her mother. Sure. Ben couldn't do that. Ben isn't a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So it begs the question. Eventually, Ben used that to get rid of Widmore. Now, at the same time, despite all that goodness that's in Ben, Man in Black has been using him this entire time. So that explains who his mother is. Because remember, that's when Ben was at a young age. That what got him on the right path, sort of, to where he is now, where he got shot by Saeed. So that's another reason. Saeed has to be back in the past to shoot, Sa- shoot Ben. Mm-hmm. So Ben becomes an official other. And sort of, now, it, that would be something I would like a little bit more information on, like the temple. Like, I thought it was built right over top where the light used to be, but it's not. Yeah. Um, something that bothered me a little bit, too, but... And they sort of make a joke about it, in, I think, in the finale, which is, um, and or they made a joke about it during the Lighthouse episode, which is, yeah. I don't remember ever seeing that here before, and I've been back through here many times. Was this Lighthouse always here? Yeah, dude. Jacob says it's always here. Okay. <laughs> sure. And the temple? The temple's very close to the Lighthouse, which is close to the crash site. So you would figure yeah. they would find that too. Yeah. To be fair, it could be a thing where if they're not going to see it until they're ready to see it. You could go down that road, but that's a very dangerous yeah. road to go through. I don't necessarily agree with that. But the, the, as a matter of fact, he, he but that's what Jack says, I think, later on, I think, in the finale, is he makes a little side joke. It's like, well maybe maybe we just didn't see it before. About oh, about where the light is. The light is in the cave right where you, you landed. Yeah. When you first woke up on the island, it's right near there. And he's like, I don't. I used to go around there all the time. I've never noticed. He's like, well, maybe I never noticed it before. You're right. And he's just like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess so. <laughs> you won't notice a big fucking glowing light in, in the middle yeah. of, a, of a stream. But uh, <laughs> but I think maybe the, you could you could summarize that as the magic of the island, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I would say those are some of the biggest mysteries. I think. People might be overlooking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought the fight scene between Locke and Jack started off cool, but then they cut to commercial and then it came back really weak. Yeah, because I don't know why they would? Why they? I, I remember. It. I remember all of us during the fight, right? Because for those who've not seen the finale yet, or, or you know, listening to us for whatever reason first, please stop listening to us first. Go watch the episode, then come back. But uh, what was it? They do this awesome shot. Pretty much, Locke has the low ground. Well, fake Locke has the low yeah. ground, and Jack has the high ground on, the, on these rocks by the coast. Beautiful. I mean, it's raining, pouring. Sure. And they do the heroic. 
it almost looked like 300 or something where they just start running at each other and there's an aerial camera shot of both of them like sweeping around kind of and matrix finally looking. matrix looking and then they have to do this awesome like they call it the hero or power uh, money shot where you put the camera at an up angle of someone you want to feel powerful in the shot yeah and they have Jack jumping from the high angle with like you know like a Superman and they and they and it cuts commercial and everyone got really like oh yeah we all got excited yeah yeah came back from commercial they showed like a a profile side of what actually happened and it, Jack doesn't look like he's jumping that high he looks like he's just skipping over a rock and tackling yeah. lock yeah and they tumble. And at one point, there was confusion about who has the knife because it's raining so hard we couldn't see the knife. And I was like, oh, there's the knife. Yeah, because yeah. everyone – I think Alan and you were both – or no, Alan and Dad were just like, why isn't he stabbing with Jack with the knife? And there was this <laughs> like, where is the knife? No one can see the knife. Oh, yeah. the knife's over there on the ground. They're going to go get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, – oh, man. Uh, oh, the Ben Hurley thing. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. I, I thought that was again. I, I like Ben's redemption. I, I thought. Yeah. Now something I don't know if we. May, I don't remember putting it in there, but everyone is bound together. Uh, the guy from the writers' room said everyone's bound together. So not only did Ben not go because of them, he's not bound to them. Uh-huh. He's bound to Anna Lucia. Maybe he's bound to the others. Like maybe Richard. Actually, no. Ri- well, he might be Richard. Uh, his, Richard's wife. Um, you know, they would be bound, bounded together, but Ben, Alex, Rousseau, Charlotte, Daniel Faraday, mm-hmm. all those people might be bounded together. They're soulmates yeah. where they can move on to the next timeline. Sure. I, I still thought the ending was just, it was, it was sad. Yeah. It was sad. It tugged on your heartstrings a bit. <laughs> That's what I felt. Um, but in the end, I, I, I greatly liked it. Uh, yeah. what else? That people, any other confusions, your questions you had? Um, I don't know. I'm not the the biggest ones really were the uh, besides some of the island stuff. Yeah, Walt and the pregnancies. Is that like a rule Jacob had? So no more mothers. But but right. also, why could mothers at a certain point do that until the Dharma Initiative? Right. They never explained that, and I think that would have been a little bit more helpful because mm-hmm. you'd figure Jacob would have put that rule on a lot earlier <laughs> uh, <coughs> but uh, oh something I, I one of the things I came to realization of after I thought of it is it's something else if you think about too if you want to say the show's a waste I think really and a lot of people got mad too because it focused on Jack's eye closing. Even though they might have liked that, they were like, "Well, why? Why did they focus on that? It was about everybody." Mm-hmm. And this might tie in a little bit to what your mom said. They can't show everything, the ending for everybody, because Hurley and Ben could have kept going on for years. Yeah, and it would throw off the sem- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The cemetery? No. Yeah. No, when things are even, symmetry. Okay. Is that right? Oh, did yeah, I finally sure. get it right? Jesus. Symmetry of... of or cemetery. <laughs> or cemetery. Jesus. Um, cemetery of... Oh, God damn it, I did it again. <laughs> symmetry. Symmetry, 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 <laughs> symmetry, symmetry. They have the symmetry of the show open with that, show would end with that. Uh-huh. 
But in those moments, you have two very distinct ideas, which you can't really do if they would have kept focusing on Ben and Hurley. Yeah. And that is man of science versus man of faith. The whole show is about, and, and live together, die alone. Yeah. Because even though everybody died, they get to live on together. And also, and those final moments interstitch with that. Yeah. Jack doesn't die alone in our plane. The dog comes and sits by him. I'm getting emotional. Uh, but that's because, you know, everyone, that it's a common, there are two certainties in life. There's death and taxes. And nine times out of ten, a lot of people, even though they might consider themselves very loved, they, they might expect that they'll probably die alone. Mm-hmm. Even though they could be married, whatever, just because they're not with you the moment you die. Right. That's very sad. But the point is, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's and especially being that was his battle cry a mantra. I thought that was very sad and, and but right, but right. well done. And then at the same time you have Jack's enlightenment, which is I told all these people live together, die alone, and, and we, we didn't die. We we didn't die alone, and we're all going to live on together mm-hmm. together. Or at least maybe we died. What about maybe we died alone, but our souls are are conjoined. living on together. Right. Well, to be fair, I think almost everyone in the show who died didn't die alone, if you think right. about it. Yeah, that's true. Charlie had died with Desmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy girl who blew up herself died with everybody in the camp. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Art, a.k.a. Explosion version point 1.0, he died in front of Hurley and all of them. Everybody died with other people. Caden, mm-hmm. oh my God, Saeed and... <laughs> that is sad, thinking about that too. That's the other thing too. If you watch the episode again, now sort of letting it sit in. Oh my god, the the flash, the the realizations of everything. It, uh-huh. It's oh, it's so depressing and awesome all at once because you're just like <laughs> they remember each other. <laughs> yeah. Yay! But yeah. then you get but when the first time you're watching it too, you get, you get confused like I'll see you there, Sawyer. Like see you fuck where? Where are you going? Yeah. Wait, explain it to him and lie to him. And it's like no, no, no. Juliet's gonna come on, and then then she comes along and they have sure. that moment. That felt to me, I think that was my only real complaint with the show, was I know I'm supposed to really care about Sawyer and Julia, but by the time it happened, it was like, oh, Jesus, God, make it go faster. Yeah. Because I'm happy they're together, but yeah, I just thought, also, a lot of people, a lot of skaters hate this. If you don't know what a skater is, look it up. But uh, Kate chose Jack. I thought that was awesome. Skater, would that be a... Uh, Sawyer and Kate. Okay. I forget what the the Jack and Kate one is. I think it's Jake. Okay. <laughs> huh. The, or the CAC or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I, I was the one of the people that didn't think Sawyer deserved Kate just because I... I don't know. Jack really... Yeah. Well, I, I was I, a Jack I, fan too. A lot of people... You knew, you knew that they were going to end up together. Especially after Juliet and... Yeah. Like, even because well, everyone thought for the most part probably the well, flash sideways, not forward. I want to say forward would turn into you would think the one universe, and then when it, no wait no no it's it's sort of purgatory before heaven. Oh yeah. okay, I, I guess that's that's great. But <laughs> so we knew Juliet would be waiting there, whatever it mm-hmm. might have been, and so it was mm-hmm. like we have to assume. But for a while there, it got a little like Jack and Kate might not. Then he got stabbed, and then they had that long kiss. You're like, oh, she's gonna. But do they leave the island? What's going to happen there? And they leave, they live. That's their thing too. A lot of people got confused on this. Kate didn't die on the island. Yeah, 
she probably lived on for about maybe 20, 30 more years and then died. But they all still met up in, in, in wherever purgatory is. Yeah. Oh, the Michael thing. We might have discussed this. Michael is in purgatory, but on the island or on this plane of existence. He's not ready to go to that place mm-hmm. for the crimes he's committed, which that would probably explain uh, it's either why Hurley could see these other people or not. I'm going to have to say probably so, um, but that's what the whispers are. So when mm-hmm. he was saying Echo and Charlie and whatever, while this is all going on, um, and it would make a little more sense about his comments too. Also, Jacob's comments, well, it's a really difficult story. You want to understand if I have to explain it to you. Mm-hmm. Jacob's moving in and out of probably his own flash uh, sideways mm-hmm. and coming back to, to help Hurley. Same thing as Charlie was, Echo was, to play chess with Hurley, whatever. Yeah. That was now something else to think of was do you remember Hurley speaking with Dave? His friend from the mental institution on the island? No. Yeah, because it was like right before uh Libby died, almost. It was a few episodes before Libby died. Huh. Yeah, because it was the first season one was called Everybody Hates Hugo. Yeah. And then I think the episode there was called Everybody Loves Hugo or something right. like that. Yeah. And that's where Hurley keeps seeing this uh, person on the island that he saw back when he, he was in, in the mental institution called Dave. Okay. And at one point, Dave goes, all you got to do is just jump off the rocks. End all this, man. It's all a dream. When you when you die, this all ends. Smoke monster. I think it very is clearly now the smoke monster because uh, yeah. he can't kill all the candidates through normal means. Once they've been crossed off as a candidate, he can he can kill them, which I would think would make sense why Echo would die, mm-hmm. but he never didn't get killed before sure. because Jacob no longer considered him a candidate. We also cleared up why Kate wasn't considered a candidate anymore, but the position was still open. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was, huh. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I would suggest if you've not seen it again, give it one more look through. Watch it on Hulu where you only get, like, what, one 40-second commercial for however God sure. many times. A freaking show commercial, which is a lot. Speaking of commercials, Target. Good Target job. did good job. Good job. Yes. Well, not many times can we say that. It but was genius because we thought we were watching Lost. Yeah. I mean, the biggest problem that that advertisers have with DVR is that everyone fast forwards to the commercials. Mm-hmm. Make a commercial look like the TV show that you're watching, and people are going to stop, like we did, <laughs> every yeah. single time. Then we were looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, we like, were because oh, they were funny. Like, I wonder if there's going to be another Target commercial. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> there was. There was two of them, or three. It was like three or four. Three or four. There was yeah. the smoke monster and the smoke alarm. Yeah. There was Dharma and the keyboard. What yeah. were the other ones? The 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 wild pig and barbecue sauce. Oh, wild pig and barbecue sauce. I forgot that one. That was a good one. Yeah. But I mean, those were fantastic. Chuck did a similar thing where. Like it starts off like a normal car commercial, and all of a sudden you see who's driving the car. It's like uh, his his sister, her husband, and Morgan, and you're just mm-hmm. like, "What? Yeah. Why are they driving a Honda? <laughs> it, it looks to be focusing on the Honda." And you're just like, <laughs> and like it literally is like a almost like a three minute commercial, sure. but it's there's a lot of ju- and really you, they barely talk about the Honda yeah. until the very end. It's like, wow, we would have never got to the Olympics this far using our normal car. Thank God we got a Honda, and you're just like. <laughs> But, I mean, they do it in ton of the yeah. show. But, yeah, you'd be like, oh, that's good. Now, that was clever. Yeah. And they did that for, I think, three weeks. Because it was before the Olympics, obviously. Sure. They were trying to advertise both at the same time. Yeah. I, I actually enjoy I looked forward to that. Um, Because yeah, the thing is, Lost didn't do that. 
right after the commercial. They let a few commercials run. Yeah. And then they would throw so you it. make it look like you yeah. yeah. So you thought you would stop, and then you still had like four more commercials left. Yeah. Boy, I think 900 almost close to a million dollars per commercial. Yeah, like Super Bowl. Yeah. Too bad the ratings weren't suffice for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, overall, I, I final thoughts. Well, pros and cons overall with the show. What are your pros and cons at the end of everything? Oh, the man. overall series, not just the finale, <clears throat> the overall show. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I, I would have to sit and think about that. Okay. Yeah. You want to say anything while I say mine? Or you just in general, you just need to sit, sit and think about yeah, it? Yeah, and just in general. I mean, there would definitely be more pros than cons on okay. my part right now. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that, okay. That would be interesting. So ultimately. You're in favor of the show. Would you watch it again oh, yeah. at some point? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. I, I would, too. But, you know, some people who like the finale said, well, I wouldn't watch the show again. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I'll, pros, I think uh, what Bill Lawrence said was correct. It, the characters, it really delivered. Considering what television is, even some of the best made shows... That did feel like a movie in sure. many instances with only a few little failures. And again, I think that's more because they had a cut to commercial break kind mm-hmm. of thing, like yeah. the fight scene. Uh, let me see. Again, I, I have to stress the, the performances for the characters. I, I, I will honestly – everyone pro- uh, praises Terry O'Quinn, and I understand he's, he, you know, he did a great job of playing a character he didn't know at the time was the smoke monster. Whatever. That's great. Mm-hmm. But um, – if uh, Matthew Fox and Michael Emerson uh, don't get something uh, nominated or something, I yeah. I would say honestly Matthew Fox. Yeah. Because I don't know. I have a good relationship with my dad, so I mean his whole and being it ended up being more his journey or his perspective of the journey at the end. Sure. I felt every little bit of it, like when he sees his dad again, and you know all of that stuff. I. I thought he did. It. He not. I was there. I was emotional. He knocked it out of the park sure. on that one. Music might have helped too, but he, I mean, you could turn the music off and you get the point across of what's going on. Uh, cons. I would always really say only one thing, and that is, and I don't know if polar it's bears. The, <laughs> oh, that would be fans thinking about polar bears. Yeah. Um, but thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> Fans th- thinking about polar bears and magically where do they come from? You need to be shot now, seriously. What's up with you? Watch the show. Do you watch Lost? <laughs> or did you watch a few episodes go, oh, there's a polar bear. Yeah. Quit watching and go, the Lost finale was great or it was stupid. What's up with the polar bears? Anyway, <laughs> um, that really aggravates me. It's like the simplest question ever. Uh, <laughs> That's like asking, what's two plus two? It's four. It's it's four. God damn it, four, 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 four. <laughs> um, cons. Focus. Cons. Yes. Thank you. See, that's why John's here. It keeps me on 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 task. Uh, I would say other cons, and again, I don't blame the creators, a hundred percent. But the show became a little bit too much about the mythology. Yeah. So by the time that it got. I would say it's a little bit more in the end ABC's fault because I think halfway through the Lost Riders knew they had the ending of or I think halfway through I believe honestly they they halfway through had the ending yeah and at some point goes okay you know what though we're not going to focus on the mythology 
we're going to focus on the characters. And to be fair, if you watch each episode, it really is more character-based. It's just there's a lot of weird, creepy stuff happening all around <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And so your human interest is peaked. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's what happens to the characters that matter. Mm-hmm. But the problem is ABC built it up around, what is the mystery of the island? Get your answers next week's on Lost. Yeah. And so, yeah, they... So I don't know. I think that would be my... As, as in terms of the mysteries they presented, I think the show failed a bit. And... Um, and again, I am in the camp, though, that agrees with Bill Lawrence and, and you that says the characters all that matter. You know, if you watch it for that, sure. then I think it, you know, it's what I was going to say before I didn't really get into. You start the show as a man of science, like Jack. And the whole time, you're, people are trying to tell you, why don't you just believe to believe? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, I would honestly say that if you do not like the episode for whatever reason... Like overall, and you deem the series unworthy, you are a man of science, which means I don't really think you have faith. Mm-hmm. Now, that might be taken a little bit too literal, but I honestly believe that because the whole purpose of the show, really, when it comes down to it, is having faith in things. That by all realize, like, in matter of fact, a lot of things happening to me, I've been seeing happen to people recently where uh, my common sense. Through years, and maybe it's a bit house of me, a housian, you know, house MD of me. His, his number one rule is everybody lies. Maybe I'm a bit naive in that fact uh, for believing that, but after being lied to and taken advantage of so many times, eventually people are going to lie to you. Sure. You're going to catch them and lie, so it's best to not believe that they can offer you anything in the first place. That's a man of science point of view. Mm-hmm. I realize I, I have that. And I have fa- I try to have faith in other people, no matter the outcome, even if it's bad or good. Sure. But in terms of the show, I would honestly say it's like that. You start off the show off going, to be fair, what's what's the mystery? What's the polar bear? What's this? And as they they don't really hand it to you, they just yeah. have faith that a you can connect the dots, and b if they don't have anything there, you can sit there and say, well, I have faith because at the end, really, Jack has no idea what he's doing. Like, it's sort right. of comical when he makes Hurley the the protector. You feel bad for Hurley in a bit because, oh, my God, Hurley's protector. You f- what's he going to do? Is, he, yeah. is Hurley going to be okay now, not just Jack? Right. And Jack does the same thing Jacob did for him, but he has no concept. Yeah, he doesn't know why he's doing it. He doesn't either. know why he's doing it. He can't. If, if Hurley would have asked him, dude, why are you doing this to me? Like, why are you doing that to do that to me so I can yeah. be a protector? Why can't you just say I'm a protector? He doesn't yeah, ask. But Hurley just believed it. Hurley has always sort of believed in Jack, yeah. which yeah. that was also touching. But again, it's all about man of science, man of faith. And Terry O'Quinn's Locke has always been a man of faith. Yeah. Despite whatever science tells him. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that is a poignant thing to. I honestly, I think they should teach that in church. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, considering a lot of the bad stuff that yeah. happens in it, it comes down to. No matter your what your belief of, of religion is, mm-hmm. at the end we might not, we all have each other, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I think that I think that is an amazing thing to have mm-hmm. to feature on. So uh, thanks everyone for listening to the Lost overall yeah. show podcast. Um, thank you everyone who wrote in. Special thanks to Bill uh, Lawrence. You really. Uh, 
came through us on that one, I, we appreciate it very much. Um, if you have any comments about our show, uh, goodbadgeeky at gmail.com, 614-364-4088 if you'd like to call and leave us a voicemail. Facebook fan group, or um, what else can they do? They can go to the website, gpgpodcast.com. And? Click on the Contact Us link. <laughs> figured they'd figure that out. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I figured that too. But... Um, and again, we'll read your comments no matter what. We just won't really go into it like we did this week. But again, we mm-hmm. like your comments. Uh, we thank everyone for... T- we had a lot of responses this week. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so thanks, everybody, for uh, for coming out. And do you have anything else you'd like to add, sir? No. I think it's good, a good way to end it. I think that, that is a good way to end it. Um, live together, die alone, and be a man of faith, not a man of science. Or maybe have a happy medium in between. Yeah. 